This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist. Visit facebook.com slash podcast assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. The most important takeaway with Young Pioneer Tours is that they had two different public spaces. They had one saying, we're going to stay back and work on the situation, you know, trying to put on a face of concern, yet their advertising materials and their Instagram accounts were all about partying and initially not mentioning Mr. Warmbier's. Subscribe with iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Consumeraffairs.com writer Amy Martin recently wrote a piece titled Booze, Bribes, and Propaganda, the company that promises safe travel in North Korea. Regarding the tour company, American college student Otto Warmbier took before being detained for allegedly stealing a poster. After being sentenced to 15 years of hard labor, the world didn't get an update on his case really until just recently when North Korea allowed Warmbier, by then in a coma, to return to the U.S. where he died several Several days later. I'm joined now by that writer, Amy Martin, to discuss her article as well as a more recent write-up she's done on changes now taking place at the tour company that took Otto Warmbier to North Korea. That's Young Pioneer Tours, and we'll talk about that here in a moment. But first, Amy, great to have you on the show, and uh, let's just uh, begin by discussing your organization, and then we'll get into your uh, two articles that you've written recently. You're not a government entity yourself, but a private organization, correct? Yes, Consumer Affairs is a website. It was founded by reporter Jim Hood in 1998, and there's it collects consumer reviews about different products. And there's also a separate side as part of the same website, but that does news stories about any issue really affecting consumers. And I write for the editorial side. And so obviously these last two write-ups that you've done on uh, North Korea and specifically Young Pioneer Tours would be something that would you know possibly affect consumers who might be looking to take a tour to North Korea. But is this something you normally write about, either North Korean topics or, or tour companies for ConsumerAffairs.com? No, this is a first. I'm just curious about Young Pioneer Tours after following Mr. Warmbier's story. And the first thing that really struck me was just looking at the Young Pioneer Tours website, they said that traveling to North Korea is extremely safe. And the language they used, it really read more like propaganda. They didn't even acknowledge Mr. Warmbier anywhere on their website. And that alone just warranted a write-up. Yeah, obviously, when you're when you're taking a company um, to North Korea, you'd want them to give you objective information and tell you about some of the people who you know they've worked with in the past. Obviously, Otto Warmbier has been something that um, has actually led to changes with the company. We'll get to that here in a moment. Um, but uh, this first write up that you had, booze, bribes, and propaganda, the company that promises, as you just mentioned, safe travel in North Korea. Um, You talk about the company, as we've mentioned, Young Pioneer Tours and Gareth Johnson, the 36-year-old British entrepreneur and tour guide who identifies himself as the founder of the company. Tell me about Gareth and um, his founding of Young Pioneer Tours and his actions as a member of that company. Sure, Gareth Johnson, he's he's been interviewed before and, you know, he wouldn't get back to me, but in his previous interviews, he did talk about how he founded Young Pioneer Tours and he comes off as someone who's very fun and adventurous and 
you know, I've read a few kind of lighthearted interviews where he talks about touring to North Korea and how he came up with the name, I think, of how it was the tour your mom didn't want to go on. And, you know, that, in theory, that sounds fine. But, you know, one one interview that he gave to um, Reuters after Mr. Warmbier was detained, he said, I stayed back in the company, stayed back in North Korea to try and figure out what the situation was. And, you know, all I had to do was look up his Instagram, which was public, and about, I think it was eight days after Mr. Warmbier had been detained, Mr. Johnson had posted a photograph publicly on his Instagram page showing him cradling a bottle of liquor. There was also a photograph taken in a train station of someone who appeared to not be wearing pants. And if he had an Instagram connection at the time, I'm assuming he also would have been in contact with someone who could have told him about Mr. Warmbier. So just anyone in the public could have looked and seen that there's a disconnect between, on the one hand, he's telling the news media, I'm, you know, I was trying to help Mr. Warner get out of detention. And on the other hand, he's showing that he's partying. Yeah, you wrote about that in your first write-up under the heading A Culture of Drinking While Warm Beer Was Detained. But um, the idea of um, the photos that you just mentioned, considering the timing are, um, you know, not not great PR for this company. But as I'm sure you've seen, there's also a culture of these types of photos with young Pioneer Tours, either with alcohol or just, um, you know, foreigners, um, you know, having a good time, partying, if you will, in the uh, DPRK. And even um, sometimes I've read and a friend of uh, a couple friends of mine have actually done some reporting on this smoking marijuana while traveling to North Korea with this tour company. Yeah, there's. I've seen the photos and we posted some of them drinking straight from the whiskey bottle, which totally awesome. I'm not against that, but when you're leading a two, you know, when you're in charge of a tour company, I would expect someone to be, that's taking people to locations that are dangerous, especially for Westerners who might not be used to traveling, you know, in, in countries like North Korea where the government poses such strict laws on citizens and foreigners, you would expect that, the tour guide would be a little more sober and not posting pictures publicly when chugging a bottle of Jack Daniels. Someone else you mentioned in this first write-up, um, uh, another um, participant in these tours, if you will, other than War- uh, Otto Warmbier, by the name of Adam Pitt. So tell me about Adam Pitt and what you learned from him about his trip that was a little different. Mm-hmm. Adam Pitt traveled with the company in 2013 and after he had read the news reports about Mr. Warmbier finally getting released from detention and coming back in a coma, he started reaching out to reporters to tell them that he didn't think Mr. that Young Pioneer Tours was a responsibly run company. And he had he, he reached out to me on Twitter after I had, I had actually posted an earlier story. I'm not sure if you saw that. I had already done a story just about Young Pioneer Tours' website which they say that traveling North Korea is extremely safe and that, and, and he had contacted me after I wrote that article to tell me about his experience. And so Adam Pitt, as you mentioned, uh, he went to North Korea several years before Otto Warmbier. Um, what was his experience? And, and something else that you wrote about was um, his experience with the guards there. Yes. So Adam Pitt said that Mr. Johnson, the tour leader was, blind, drunk, in his words, throughout their entire trip. And in one particular moment, it was on their train ride back. 
he said that the it was it was on a train ride returning to North Korea from China, and he said it was actually the same guards who had searched everyone on the way into North Korea as on the way out. But he said on the way out that the guards had a completely different attitude, as if this time they were looking to try and find something illegal on the travelers. And he said on the way back, Mr. Johnson was very drunk and the guards at one point got very mad at one of the people who was on the train was part of the tour group. And there was a language barrier. They didn't quite realize what was going on. He said, eventually Mr. Johnson came, woke up or intervened and paid the guards cash bribes. And he said the moment it was very brief, but it felt like an eternity because there was a, a brief moment, he said, where the guards seemed to be ordering people to get off of the train. So then that was Adam Pitt's uh, recollections of his trip with um, Young Pioneer Tours. And you also mentioned the actions yes. of uh, that 36-year-old mm-hmm. um person who identifies himself as the founder of the company, Gareth Johnson. Um, and so one question that I, I want to ask before I get to this uh, most recent write-up, you talked about some of the changes that the, the company is now taking in lieu of what happened to Otto Warmbier. Could you just in general describe what a tour with um, Young Pioneer Tours to North Korea might entail, or do they offer different kinds of tours? So maybe there's not a specific one tour that um, you know everyone who goes with the company uh, might experience and what kind of costs are people looking at when they might try to go with a, a group like Young Pioneer Tours to the DPRK? But I think the best estimate I've seen is news reports quoting they gave a figure for $1,000 for a five-day tour and my understanding is from reading other customers experiences is that um, there is an option to go on an independent tour as well you don't have to do a group tour there was a woman who wrote a column for The Independent about her experience on a Young Pioneers tour in which she described also getting detained, but that was through The Independent trip, where in that case, you're just with North Korean guides, you're not with the guide from the company. And so as I just mentioned, you've now written um, an, a more updated piece on Young Pioneer Tours titled North Korea Tour Companies Change Policies and Tone Down Safety Language. So tell me about some of the changes that have been taking place. As you mentioned earlier, according to you, uh, Gareth Johnson using social media, posting a photo of him drinking around the time um, that uh, Otto Warmbier first had been detained. Um, so doesn't look like from from that um, particular example that um, they might have been taking this as something that would change the way they do business. But now that Otto Warmbier, um, you know, we hadn't heard from him in a very long time. And then it turned out that he was in a coma. He was returned home to the United States and then shortly thereafter died um, with all the things that have happened now. Young Pioneer Tours does seem to be changing the way that it does business, specifically with American citizens, correct? Yes, I'd say for now they're changing the image slightly of the way they do business. I can't speak to whether they're really changing the way they do business. They say they're not going to take Americans on tour anymore. But, you know, Mr. Adam Pitt was was British, and he felt like his group was put in danger by Young Pioneer Tours. And I don't really see them addressing any of those safety concerns or kind of publicly discussing them. 
And so when you say they toned down the safety language, aside from uh, not including, you know, American citizens, are, are they no longer saying that North Korea is safe, as you, as you mentioned earlier in the conversation? Um, they took out the part on the website that says it is extremely safe, exclamation point. And they initially had said, despite what you may hear, North Korea is probably one of the safest places on Earth to visit. They later go on, we have never felt suspicious or threatened at any time. Whereas now they have acknowledged Mr. Warmbier after he passed, they acknowledged him on their website. And now they edited that sentence to say, despite what you may hear for most nationalities, North Korea is probably one of the safest places on earth to visit, provided you follow the laws as provided by our documentation and pre-tour briefing. So they did tone down the safety language a little. It's not. It's a little sounds like lawyers talk, like they're they're kind of covering themselves. You know, it's a little. I'd say it's early to say until we hear from more customers who go on their upcoming tours whether they've really changed their ways. And then finally here, Amy, um, at the end, um, I'd love to hear if there's any topics uh, related to these concerns that we haven't gotten to yet. But also, I guess my last question would be, as a writer for ConsumerAffairs.com, you mentioned how you, you know, you're trying to give consumers information so that they can make basically you know, informed decisions. Um, is your organization or are you saying that um, you know, this company doesn't seem to be like a good tour company to, to take to North Korea, but there are other companies or other ways? say it's North Korea, or perhaps is either your organization or yourself saying that going to North Korea is not a good idea based upon what you've uh, discussed so far and, what, and all the research that you've done? Yeah, we're not coming out with a stance on North Korea or anything. You know, I'm a news reporter. I'm reporting on what the Department of State says, which is they advise strongly that Americans should not visit North Korea and the government, as well as independent human rights organizations, say that the regime sometimes likes to use any American they can find and grab them and use them as pawns. So based on reporting on that, you might not think it's a great idea to visit North Korea. You know, that's the most I'm qualified to say. I've never been to North Korea myself, so if someone wants to travel there with a different tour company, I haven't reported much or done much research into the other tour companies, so I don't know that any of the other tour companies are necessarily any safer. Excellent. And then, uh, Amy, as I just mentioned, is there anything that we haven't uh, gotten to yet that you think is worthwhile for this conversation that we uh, can we include here before we say goodbye? I'm sure. I think kind of the most important takeaway with Young Pioneer Tours is that they were they had two different public spaces. They had one public space where they were you know, they gave an early interview to writers after Mr. Warmbier had been detained in which they're saying, we're going to stay back and work on the situation. Although he, they did quote it, one of his, his tour guides sort of incriminated him in an interview with the publication, but they're still, you know, trying to put on a face of concern, yet their advertising materials and their Instagram accounts were all about partying and initially not mentioning Mr. Warmbier. So I think a good lesson is Companies often don't really try to hide that they have that they're a little two-faced in how they act. 
I've been speaking with Amy Martin, a writer for ConsumerAffairs.com. As she mentioned, um, several different write-ups recently concerning North Korea, Otto Warmbier, and the company that Otto Warmbier took um, on his tour, Young Pioneer Tours, and the British entrepreneur who claims to be the founder of that company named Gareth Johnson. So, Amy, thank you for all the information, and good luck uh, on any continued write-ups that you do on these topics. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kim. This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net.